0: all alrighty, alrighty. It is late in the evening for one. Curtis Spears. He has just finished up, returned home from Rev Pro. He's had a quick sleepy. Didn't mean to, but did. But now he is back and back at <laughs> how <are> you feeling.
1: <laughs> oh man. Um, I wish a little 30-minute nap that I took was uh, refreshing, but it really wasn't. No, like it was so it was so fucking sick, dude. I've because it's a Saturday. I work Fridays, so like Friday night, I get home, or sorry, Saturday morning, I get home from my work Friday night, took a little three-hour nap, woke up, I recorded my other podcast, Throwing Dice, uh, I went directly to RevPro, had a fucking fantastic time, great show, top to bottom, came home, and my wife, like, because Grant, my co-host on Throwing Dice, he took the he took the pugs with him. So he's like, I'll watch the pugs tonight while well, you guys go see Rev Pro. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Grant. Thank you so much. And um, so when the pugs got home, they were cuddly, right? Mm-hmm. Cuddle, super cuddle bug pugs. Mm-hmm. It's cold outside, so it was really nice. My wife made cocoa. We sat down. I, th- I had a cup of cocoa, warm dogs.
0: I'm tired as shit.
1: I fucking sacked out, dude. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. I messaged you. I was like, you have obviously fallen asleep. Let's just do this another time. And you were like, I'm awake. <laughs> and then he come back. God, let's go. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, really? It is fine. And you were like, nah, let's do it. So, so here we are. Sleepers so, for the week. Yeah, exactly. So more content from the shorts. Uh, also, we, uh, you know, it's fun to stack this stuff up. A, we like to hang out. We just... We, we're like sleepers for the week. We've barely got time to do this. And then we just spend 40 minutes over on Drop Your Shorts on the Patreon talking about fucking Warhammer. <laughs>
1: Horse Heresy and shit. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean- <laughs> We went fucking hardcore. Well, we, we, yeah, that, we went fucking
0: we? super nerdy. So if you're into that kind of stuff, feel free to check it out. Then we talked about some movies and games and stuff as well, which was fun. Um, and then now we, I think we're just going to do this nice and chill And I thought you could maybe break down the Rev Pro show because it's obviously like probably Will Ospreay's second last show. It set up some interesting stuff. You had a killer title match. Well, not a title match, sorry, you know, main event between Gabe Kidd and Will Ospreay. So I thought we could just have a spoilerific sort of take us through your experience at Rev Pro and what the night was like. I can always get up the card if you want and I can, if you can't remember Um, everything that happened or. Yeah,
1: I've got the the card up here. Um, I... So I would I I'm, we can do it. Spoiler, or uh, well, first thing. Here's what I'll say. Thank you for uh, tuning in to the <laughs> to the Okada Shorts Podcast, the International Wrestling Grand Prix, the boys from the Shorts, the King of Shorts, mm-hmm. the Okada Shorts Podcast. I'm your good friend Curtis Spears. That's your bad friend Rafe Houston right there. And we're going to talk about New Japan adjacent Rev Pro uh, Rev- Revolution Pro Wrestling here. Uh, from London, the Crystal Palace municipal sports arena or something like that is where it was um Crystal Palace is I believe a Premier League uh yeah like European Premier League uh, the team yeah okay uh, and this is like their like sporting uh, like the arena that we were at mm-hmm. is like in spitting distance of the actual turf that the the Premier League plays on so that was pretty cool. Wow. Um, It's a it's a beautiful area. It's brand new. It must only be a few years old and uh, we got fucking lost going up there. So that fucking sucks. Yeah, my uh, my wife and I took Google Maps and Google Maps was like, hey, uh, go down this street. And like so we went and we, we walked around the arena like the entire way before we found the way to actually get up and in. And as we were walking in, we hear Zack Sabre Jr.'s music hit to start the night. So it was like, I was like, oh, shit, we got to get to our seat. Right. So, um, you know, it's we weren't the only ones either. It was us and like three. There was two chicks and um, a guy. And we were all like trying to find our way in. We had all taken Google Maps. None of us could figure out how to actually get into the goddamn building. Yeah. And um, it was, it, I felt like I was like, guys, claim your Hobbit now because we are on a fucking magical journey. We are going <laughs> to find our way into this fucking place. Like, you know, like, if we got to go yet? fucking full Ocean's Eleven, we're going to find our way into this fucking place. <laughs> I was Gimli, of course, obviously. Of course. But then, yeah, so, <laughs> so uh, we get inside right as Zack Sabre Jr.'s music hits. He's taking on a fellow named J.J. Gale. J.J. Gale was actually the person who eliminated Zack Saber Jr. from uh, from the Revolution Rumble oh. earlier this year. Okay, uh, so they've and J.J. Gale was like, uh, "That means I get a shot at you, Zach." And Zach said, "Nana, you can take on Fuge. You can take on the Ichiban Sweet Boy." J.J. Uh-huh. Uh, Gale did end up beating the Ichiban Sweet Boy, Kosei Fujita, and so uh, he he called out Zach for. Uh, revolution pro wrestling uprising today mm-hmm. and yeah uh, great match a lot of fun uh jj gale is he he's very fast he's like that sort of callum newman uh like they they came up together
0: uh-huh.
1: um he's got this haircut and it bothers me so much he <laughs> you know the the episode of the simpsons where uh mr burns puts together the the baseball team and he uh. keeps telling Don Mattingly to shave his sideburns. Oh, yeah, yeah, And, like, yeah. eventually Mattingly's fucking sideburns are, like, he's shaved all the way up to, like, a mohawk, basically. Yes. That's what J.J. Gale has.
0: Yeah, I and just saw a picture of the him. it out of
1: me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's a very talented wrestler, though. Yeah. So, like, uh, I, can't, I can't say too much. I have uh, a question Zach about
0: of- him, though. Um, okay. Countout Network, uh, our friends over at Countout Network, sent a couple of questions and one of, one of them was, I really enjoyed J.J. Gale here. What do you think his ceiling is as a wrestler? Um, I mean, it depends because
1: right now the wrestling world is changing so much where people can become stars based on ability alone, you know? Yeah. So like 10 years ago, you know, the, 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 People were starting to break through based on just their ability, not just not their look, not the, um, you know, the charisma or anything like that that he has, because he's got some charisma. Mm-hmm. He's got a weird kind of look. He looks like a scumbag. Like yeah. the dude looks like, you know, the guy that sold pot to your sister in high school.
0: Yeah. Right. But, um,
1: <laughs> but like, he's really good. He is really good. He's very fast. He went toe to toe with uh, Zach Saber Jr. for like 12 minutes, and it was a fun, furious, and exciting match. Um, I think I think he won. Uh, Zach won with a Euro Clutch mm. that came out of fucking nowhere. They were like rolling around uh, in the ring, and all of a sudden, like Zach's on top of him in a Euro Clutch, and I, like I didn't even see it coming. I was like, "Oh
0: shit! Yeah. All right, let's Just fucking go!" Oh, do you mean?
1: Yeah, and that it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, so I don't know what where he's going from here. He he did make a lot of noise, and and they showed a lot of faith in him by putting him in a feud with Zach. So uh, they obviously have a big um, a big spot for him.
0: Yeah, so, absolutely. They wouldn't put him in that position on this you know bigger show of the year kind of thing against that bigger talent if they didn't have plans for him.
1: Exactly, exactly. So um, JJ Gale looks like, you know, sky's the limit. When they were doing the the meet and greet, like after the show, you saw a bunch of dude you saw Tomohiro Ishii, you saw like all of these, uh, Trent Seven was out there, and, you know, there's JJ Gale right there next to him. So like okay. they, they've got him pegged for something. Yeah,
0: that's cool. Um, Before before you continue with your stuff, we'll do the other question that can answer. They said, how cool. RevPro Pro so good at training wrestlers? That's fucking it, man. I don't know. Like some
1: of the, some of the people that they've got coming out of, uh, of England right now, and it's not all rev pro. Like they're not all contenders, Mm. uh, which is what they call their young lions, the super contenders. Um, so JJ Gill, I believe was a contender. Um, Callum Newman was a contender, but like Michael Oku, the current rev pro, uh, world heavyweight champion was not a contender. Mm. So, um, he was from, I believe, London School of Lucha Libre, or it might have might have been a different one. Um, it's not just RevPro, it's f- like the the English scene is rebuilding, you know, life finds a way, you know, nature is healing after <laughs> 2020 and speaking out and things like that. Yeah. Um, a lot of schools had ha- have had to close down because of things like speaking out and because of the pandemic but now a lot of these schools are, are reopening the people whose development was hindered by, um, by COVID are all hitting that they're hitting their stride now while the next series of people are coming up after them. And it's like this influx of great talent all at once. So it's really cool to see. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: That's awesome.
1: Okay. Uh, well, let's see here. What was the second, the second match? I got to pull up the card again. For some reason I pulled up the card and it didn't work. Okay. There we go. Uh-huh. Uh second match was, ah, a street fight between Robbie X and Spike Trevay. Uh-huh. So I got really scared uh at the Rev Pro 11th anniversary show because uh, Michael Oku defends his belt against uh, Trent Seven. Mm-hmm. He comes out, he's doing, he's he's having a um, a moment with the crowd, talking to them about what it means to him to be Rev Pro Champion. And all of a sudden it cuts to like this black screen and creepy music. And there's a, you know, there's this stuff across the, their Tron that says like, remember me and it's pictures of like crows and stuff like that. And I was like, they are not, they can't possibly be bringing back Marty Skrull.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: it wasn't, oh thank God. <laughs> it was Spike Trevay. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. All right, we'll take Spike Treve over Marty girl any day. Yeah, um so yeah, they had a um Spike Treve, I don't know how he's gonna really jive with Rev Pro. RevPro is a very like they do a lot of they do a, a wide variety of matches, but everything I've seen of Spike Treve is <sighs> it's very like he does like hardcore wrestling and stuff like that he uh, he's like a, a a very showy wrestler mm-hmm. like he he isn't like great in the ring but his whole thing is like um, uh, building a mystique around himself and stuff like that and I just don't know that it's gonna work in Revpro yeah right. um having having a talk with Sipsy Sipsy um you know he was saying like I'm not I'm not digging Spike treve in Revpro which is fine. Um, The match that he had here with uh, Robbie X was fantastic. Robbie X is uh, over as fuck with the English audience. Um, They were both going pretty sicko mode. Uh, It wasn't full on death match or anything like that. I'm sure that you're desensitized (laughs) to it by now, but like, you know, they were slamming each other on the thumbtacks and shit like that. They had a lot of different spots with chairs they both had like leather belts. They were whipping each other with. It was, it was pretty hardcore shit. I dug it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say that's a, probably a watch. I think that, well, the first, the first match shorts, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Anything Zach Sabre Jr. Touches this year is fucking gold shorts. Mm-hmm. This match. I would say, yeah, if you're, if you're already watching rev, uh, the rev pro uprising event. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not a fast forward or anything like that. So yeah, let's go. Um, It was, it was a good, like there was a bit of walk and brawl. There was some chair shots, you know, there was some, you know, some really crazy off the wall, like high flying moves that had the, the plunder there with it. So that was pretty cool. Uh, I really like the, the mix of high flying Robbie Eagles match Mm -hmm. and hardcore, like, like I said, not death match in any way, but it's like the level of like a, a hardcore match you would see on like an AEW show sure. or something like
0: that. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now that's cool.
1: Good time. Mm-hmm. Shorts. Shorts. Um, And then, so <laughs> this was a, this was a great spot. We had uh, the refs sweeping up the thumbtacks and as he starts to sweep up the thumbtacks, they start announcing the third match.
0: And he's, and he's, he's just, just like, like Oh <laughs>
1: shit. <laughs> so they're like, gotta go constantly trying to, Got it. Got to go. Got to go right now. Um, the third match was the Rev Pro undisputed British cruiserweight championship mm-hmm. uh, between Connor Mills, true grit, Connor Mills, and your 2023 British J cup winner, Leon Slater TNA uh, signed uh, talent, Leon Slater. The youngest, I mean, he's 19. He must look like he's like 16, 15, 16 years old. This kid is, he's so young, but he's so dynamic. He's just got charisma oozing out of his ears. Um, you know, when he had a match with Will Ospreay, it was fantastic. It put him on the map to, to such a point where you're seeing gifts of him all over Twitter. It obviously got, uh, he got signed to, um, TNA wrestling with it, and I think that's a huge pickup. Yeah, that's huge. like TNA wrestling is going to be able to build something around him. He is good. Um, Connor Mills is very good. Connor Mills has been around the scene for as long as I have. He was one of the first wrestlers I ever saw here uh, in person in England. Um, we were all kind of having fun with him because he's uh, he had recently <laughs> dyed his hair blonde. So we're all just like out in the crowd, like chicka Chicka slim shady. <laughs> like, dear, dear slim, I've been writing, but you ain't been writing back. And, you know, just, uh, <laughs> he looked like an asshole. <laughs> no, yeah, uh he was he's a great uh a great bad guy. Uh great heel, Connor Mills. Um because he's got the talent, but he's one of those people that cuts corners like yeah. like evil, you know? Yeah, yeah. But not not to that.
0: Yeah, not to that not to that, that level. That
1: pure level. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like uh, Leon Slater hit him with that. What what do they call it? it's a Swanton 450 that he does, uh-huh. where he does he starts out in the Swanton bomb and then 450s out. Yeah, like, out of it. that's crazy. And, uh, Hit him with that to win the uh, RevPro Undisputed British Heavyweight uh, British Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah, nice. So hopefully we'll be seeing that show up on TNA Wrestling pretty uh, soon with the relaunch. I'd
0: say you would.
1: Yeah, and, uh, I really, I really hope so because like getting that, getting that belt on TV is huge. Yeah. Like we've seen the the RevPro Undisputed British Heavyweight Championship in New Japan multiple times. Mm-hmm. And so, getting the cruiserweight belt onto um, onto TV in America would be fucking cool. But that leads to something, you know. Saying that that leads to something later on in the night, which kind of upset me. So we'll keep okay. going. Okay, cruise. Um Next up, we had oh yeah, <laughs> oh this was a fucking shit show. <laughs> so we th- this so the Connor Mills and Leon Slater match absolute shorts, good times. Yeah. Goes directly into the Great British Tag League finals between uh, the Block A winners, Ricky Knight Junior. or as I like to call him, Creator Wrestler, Generic Creator Wrestler Number Six, okay, and Anthony Agogo.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, who uh,
1: had that feud with yeah the boxer uh, versus the Block B winners, which is a tag team called the Greedy Souls, Mm -hmm. who don't do it for me. They, they just don't
0: Who, who's in the, so, that or do we care or- uh
1: it's i I don't know their names I know that one of them is a very tall dude and the other one kind of looks like baby Huey right, okay. um like <laughs> just i don't I don't get them I don't get them they're they're good bad guy foils but
0: wasn't Ricky Knight jr just like the champion recently of
1: he was yeah he um he beat will for it for the belt crazy and then Ocon beat him for it. Uh okay. Yeah. So uh Ricky Knight Jr., I just I don't see what people think. I mean, I I know that the Knight family is a big thing here. Oh, so he,
0: it's that knight. He's like yeah, he's Mage he's, he's related to Soraya. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah
1: sure. Um the Knight family is a big thing here. He just he's he's fucking he's he's beige carpet man he's fucking elevator music he fades into the background i see nothing special in this guy and i it hurts because like i want to i want to be there with my fellow uh english people Mm -hmm. cheering for this guy but i just can't do it uh so yeah the the whole match these guys have bad chemistry like greedy souls are a good tag team Mm -hmm. they're just kind of like lame yeah um a go-go <sighs> Ricky Knight Jr continues to like steal everything about him from other wrestlers that he thinks are cool.
0: Okay.
1: Uh he does the Cody Rhodes thing where like halfway through the match he gets injured and the refs take him out to the back and then like later on he comes out and makes a triumphant return, you know. You the- mean? So meanwhile, he's got Anthea Gogo who can who can barely fucking like wrestle has
0: to carry is the out match. there
1: trying to carry the goddamn match and it was just like oh my god these these greedy souls boys are gonna fucking hump their back
0: outs fucking carrying this fucking match right yeah. it's almost like you should have flipped that like give uh Anthony Gogo a reason to not be in the ring I'm like I'm like this can't be that bad like you know
1: Ricky Knight Jr. can wrestle he's just fucking boring and he's fucking generic yeah like I was like, this This is a smart place for him because it keeps Anthony Agogo like kind of protected, right? Yeah. Like we were saying, um, tag wrestling can cover mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of, um, it can paper over a lot of holes, Of right? course,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: And uh, so halfway, halfway through the match, Ricky Knight Jr. gets, uh, you know, quote unquote injured. He goes to the back. He comes out later and he's got like, so he's, he's bleeding and he's gushing from his nose yeah. and that's why they brought him to the back. He comes back out. He's got like, I don't know if he got like tampons or something in his nose. It's stuffed stuff full of cotton. He comes out Jeez. and, uh, he goes like house of fire, right? He's taken on both these guys by themselves. The ref, ha- God, it was annoying to watch because the ref wasn't making anyone tag in or out. It was like, y'all forget how fucking tag wrestling works. Yeah. I'm sitting there. I'm starting to get frustrated. At this point, I left and got a soda. <laughs> 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 you were done. <laughs> I came back. I came back, and they were still wrestling. And that, like, again, just all four dudes in the ring for like large periods of time, or like three dudes in the ring, like two, uh, one whole team just working one dude for like three, four, five minutes at a time with yeah. no tags. And I was just like, "This is fucking garbage." Um, then at the at the very end of the match. Ricky Knight Jr. gets one of the dudes from Greedy Souls up on his shoulder. He's going to hit him with something that I'm sure he stole from another wrestler. And uh, a gogo knocks him the fuck out.
0: Knocks we out were, his like, partner.
1: Knocks out his own fucking partner. I was like, thank fucking God. That means, first off, that this is over. Second <laughs> off, a hasn't forgotten how to fucking make a punch, like pull a punch and make it look
0: fantastic. Yeah. Like... I mean, did it just look that good because it was of the person he was hitting, or did he actually <laughs> throw away? Well,
1: I mean, like Ricky Knight Jr. knows how to work, right? Yeah. But sure. like, it looked so good because we're sitting there and like every time a go go got in the ring, we were like, they had really bad chemistry, really bad timing. And we're like, you know, Anthony, punch him in the fucking face. <laughs> Anthony, you're a goddamn boxer. Punch him in a fucking face. And uh, finally, he like gets in the ring. He's frustrated because his partner just left him and, you know, came back. He pulls it. He says, poof, just blast him right in the nose, knocks him the fuck out and just leaves everybody. And we were like, thank
0: fucking God. Huge pop, but not because of what <laughs> happened, pop. but just so because it's over. <laughs> we're like, oh, we're
1: done. So yeah, that was absolutely pants. This match was Pants absolute skip from top to bottom dude (laughs) do not fucking watch this shit um so yeah that was that was a whole thing the the greedy souls win the great british tag league finals and you know i was sitting here going like Talking about World Tag League in New Japan, like, is there anything worse than trying to come up with things for? Me? Yeah, there is. It's watching these fucking these four in the Great British Tag League finals. Fuck. God damn, it was bad. It, sounds like it a was nightmare. so bad.
0: I'm looking at the art for the Pro Uprising Great British Tag League Finals, like for this match and they have not done this one guy well a the poster is not done well at all but like this one bald guy from greedy souls they have not done him any favours with this photo oh either. baby huey yeah yeah he's <laughs> fucking looking like a real fester kind of situation here with these sunken <laughs> eyes he's 90% forehead and then fucking 10% face um yeah. and then at least they were their photos were taken at the same time and then rkj and agogo are just two separate photos that are not even colour matched, kind of just pasted over each other, and it's not flattering for either of them. So, <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think I've heard more about loss. it than I wanted to. So there we go, moving on.
1: Absolute fucking loss. Yeah. Um. Then we had a um. We had a few moments there for an intermission. Ah, uh, they played two promo packages back to back. One for uh, Danny Luna, and one for Alex Windsor to hi- uh, hype their upcoming uh, RevPro Undisputed Women's um, Women's Heavyweight Championship mm-hmm. match. Mm-hmm. And um, so, I was Don, Donna loves both of these people. Okay. She loves Alex Windsor because Alex Windsor is a pug mom. Okay, that's, uh, help. that's yeah. Her and her and. Um, will have two pugs together, which is nice.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. that and That's all I was trying to picture who Alex Windsor is, but, yeah, I know who she is, yeah.
1: Okay. And Danny Luna, uh, who is a member of subculture with um, Mark Andrews and Flash Morgan Webster, okay. uh, who are the current tag team champions, Sure, she is, like, Donna loves her. Donna thinks she's the fucking best. Like, that's her favorite women's wrestler in RevPro. Pro, all right. And so she, I was like, well, you know, who are you going to root for? Are you going to root for the pug mom or are you going to root for, you know, your favorite wrestler? And she says, I don't fucking know. I'm just going to sit back and love this. Okay. So that was really cool. That is nice. So uh, they, the, the problem with it is you can sometimes have those matches where two wrestlers who are both very, very good wrestlers mm-hmm. have a bad match. Yeah. You know, like they, they, all just, seen it. they
0: just can't, they're just not good together.
1: They're, they're, yeah, they're just not good together. Uh, it's you know, what was it in fucking uh Talladega Nights is peanut butter and ladies, like no, they, just, <laughs> they just don't go, yeah, they just yeah. don't go together, yeah. And um, yeah, they they put on they put through a great match, but like their timing was off. Um, the fans were definitely behind Danny Luna uh alex windsor was playing a great heel uh they're both phenomenally talented women um i did hear one dude like start chirping fucking alex windsor about will osprey and it's like
0: bro uh come come on, on man come on dude
1: she's her own fucking person fuck you you know she was she was in this scene making fucking noise before she got with will yeah like she respect the woman as a fucking wrestler and yeah. don't don't sit there and chirp her about her home life.
0: I hate when like, anybody like references people's partners like shit like that. It's annoying, it's and it's completely irrelevant.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So uh yeah, so that was bad. Um but it did end up with Danny Luna getting a big win over uh Alex Windsor to become the new uh RevPro women's champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, just wasn't a great, wasn't a great fit together. Yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Did Donna have uh, next fun with that?
1: Donna loved it. She, yeah, okay. she did. Uh, but this was her first, I think it was her first experience with two wrestlers. She likes not being able to work well together. Yeah. Because she and I were having a discussion about that on the way home. And she was kind of like, how, how did it not work? Yeah, like, yeah. 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 That's the thing about wrestling, man, because it's a live, you know, scripted or unscripted, live, you know, on the cuff art form. Mm-hmm.
0: Sometimes shit just goes sideways, yeah. and mm-hmm. some, sometimes you just can't get in sync with people. And that's not just in wrestling; that's in real life. You know what I mean? Just yeah. you, you have days like like yesterday. Amy and I both had the day off, and it felt like no matter what we were saying to each other. The other person wasn't listening, and like something was, you know, what I mean. Like, I, I would be like, Hey, what, what's this? And she would be like, What? And like, we were just, it was like we were a second off all day, just, you know, not on this. And you have that. And then you add a live crowd and, you know, and shit going on and nerves and all that stuff. And we're like, they could get on great. They could both be really excited about it. But it's like, okay, you be here for, the, and they just, it just doesn't work. Like, it just happens.
1: Yeah. 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 It's, it's just the thing it's, uh, you know, like you can watch movies where uh, you have two great actors Mm -hmm. and they just got nothing together, Yeah, you know, and that's, and that's the the best possible environment Mm -hmm. because you get multiple chances to do it. You get a, a director who can, you know, take different shots and different takes together and mix and match and edit and stuff like that. And it still comes out bad. Yeah. So like when you, when you have that live, performance art there's always going to be a chance that something could go wrong and um you know that's that's no shot against both these ladies because they are both fucking fantastic
0: you know what's funny is sometimes like in wrestling where people legitimately don't like each other in real life and are absolutely fire in the ring together because of it like uh, yeah, they're able to
1: hey
0: yeah exactly matt Matt hardy Hardy and and edge cesaro and eddie kingston Like these dudes where they're like, I fucking hate this dude, man. but And they're they're able to just like go, I'm not going to fucking kill the dude. We're going to work professionally. But they use that real life anger with each other to fucking fuel it. And it just creates something really special.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, yeah, that's the live performance aspect. And Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. sometimes it hits and sometimes it don't. Yeah, yeah.
0: Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: uh, Next up this was a, a bit of a treat for me. We had uh Trent seven from mustache mountain uh-huh. uh, came out or I, what was he calling himself? Uh, he came out with a luchador mask on oh, yeah. and he, he was saying, calling himself the greatest luchador of all time and things like that. Uh-huh. And uh great funny moment. They had a, his, his normal theme song is a uh, seven nation army. Yeah. Like it's like a, a, like a dubstep remix of seven nation army. Sure. Uh but, this time it came out and it was like a, fl- a flamenco version of the Nation
0: Army. <laughs> That's pretty funny. And uh, didn't then, he just get know, he uh, signed to Impact as well? Did I say that? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: so he comes out and he's got his his um, Luchador mask has a mustache on it and stuff like that. He comes out, yeah, this is great. fucking great. He's milking it, milking it, milking it because his opponent is Valador Junior ah, from okay. CMLL. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, who I'm sure you're familiar with Finn. anytime you've seen F- Fantastica Mania and things like that. Mm-hmm. They put on a hell of a show. The fans were uh, kind of like standoffish at first. And then once you got to really start seeing the the like brilliant baby face charisma of Volador Jr. And like he started flying around a lot and uh, the fans really got into it. The fans started ch- uh, chanting in Spanish for him. Yeah, that's um I mean. Like, so like... Um, instead of saying like one more time, the fans are like, we started chanting uno mas, uno mas, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, uh, shit like that. And that at the end of the, at the end of the match, um uh, Volador Jr. did end up winning with a very spectacular high flying move. Mm-hmm. And, um, the fans, the fans were chanting, uh, muchos gracias. That's great. Muchos gracias. Yeah. You know, it was, it was fucking cool, man.
0: That's cool. Was Trent um, seven in the mask the whole match?
1: No, he took it off before the um, yeah right. before the match started. But uh, yeah, it was it was very very fun. He he brought out uh, their their regular announcer Francesca, um, lovely lovely uh, young woman who's always dressed to the nines, uh-huh. and um, she starts to announce Trent Seven, and he comes up and he says, "No no no no, I need to be announced in Spanish." And he turns around to uh, David Francisco, who's one of the trainers uh-huh. at RevPro. and he says, "David Francisco." You, young Spanish man, please come and announce me. David Francisco's like, dude, I'm Portuguese. <laughs> I don't know what you're fucking talking about.
0: Dude, so that he's it. even like Great. culturally insensitive but doesn't know what the fuck yeah. he's talking about. Super,
1: yeah. super duper moment. That was a lot of fun. That's awesome. um, So at this point, I'm fucking starving. I'm starving. So like at the very, the the second the match uh, ends, I'm up and out of my seat. I'm heading for French fries. Yeah, okay. I got I got hankering yeah, for French fries because exactly. the dude behind me had French fries and yeah. they smelled real. Funny.
0: Sounding like but, me right now, I'm starving. I haven't eaten breakfast. I'm fucking dying. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I run, I run to go get French fries. I'm coming back mm-hmm. and I'm I'm in the balcony overlooking uh, the uh, the ring and like I can see the entryway and I'm watching like from where they film the hard cam. And I look in right next to the hard cam as I'm watching. I turn to my right. There's Alex Winder sitting over there, watching the watching the show. Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh shit, hey, Alex Windsor, how's it going?" And uh, she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, doing pretty good." I'm like, "All right, yeah, thanks for the match tonight," and shook her hand. And I said, "How are the pugs?" And she, (laughs) so of course, we start like talking about like uh, I showed her pictures of Frankie and Teddy. Yeah, Um, she was telling me about like the. The, both of her pugs, Norbert and uh, Hagrid, are on diets right now because they're both little fat meatballs. Yeah, and um, she goes, "Oh, they're on a raw food diet." And I was like, "Man, raw food diets are expensive." And I go,
0: "Oh she, y'all can afford it now, can't you?" <laughs> <laughs> Did she laugh or was she like, "Fuck off"? <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, no, she thought she she laughed about it, and we we talked a little bit. She's she doesn't like the names Hagrid and Norbert. She says that. Regular names like Teddy and Frank are much better because she doesn't like (laughs) screaming Norbert across a field when they're being, you know, they're out doing running around during their walks and stuff. This
0: is one hundred (laughs) percent (laughs) fair.
1: So um, yeah, no, it was it was pretty cool. I got to like you know commiserate with a pug mom for a little bit, so that was pretty fun. That's cute. But um, as we were talking, the uh, the next match was starting, which was our current RevPro. Uh, heavyweight champion which is Michael Oku the OJMO mm-hmm. who is the fucking man versus Zach Gibson the, from the Grizzled Young Veterans mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, Zach Gibson was, you know, came out and he was like I live in Florida now I don't fucking need this shit I don't <laughs> want to wrestle in London anymore I had to come back and take your fucking belt because you're a fucking you know, you're a poor excuse for British wrestling and all And the fans are just booing the shit out of him <laughs> because we all love Michael Oku and, uh, they had a fantastic match. I can, I can say like, I haven't seen Zach Gibson
0: wrestle very much, but
1: I was pretty impressed. Mm. Like I, I've I don't seen, watch. I w- saw
0: quite a bit, a bit of him, like he was in sort of WWE NXT kind of thing, like and coming in as that tag team sort of at the when I was still watching it and like when yeah. I started to do, you know, NXT UK and stuff like that. I th- I always thought he was a really good wrestler.
1: Yeah, he and uh, what's the other guy's name? Drake, James Drake.
0: Yeah, and they're a great team, yeah. like together.
1: They're yeah, they're a good team together. Uh so Zach Gibson like comes out and he fucking put Oku through it. Like something about Oku. He's the ultimate like baby face in peril. Mm-hmm. He's got this thing where you're just like, I've, I found myself screaming like, don't you fucking give up kid. Let's fucking go. <laughs> you know, I was feeling it. I was yeah, feeling it. Awesome. Um, Gibson's finishing move. I believe it's called like gates of gates of not gates of agony. It's <laughs> like gates of Antares or something like yeah, that. Yeah, uh-huh. And it's like an arm bar or it's like a arm lock finisher, And he puts Oku in it and Oku's just straining for the ropes and I'm losing my goddamn mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, I love that guy. Michael Oku is fucking something special, dude. He's so good. Um, So Oku does end up winning. Uh, He hits a huge uh, frog splash from the top that looked like his thigh landed directly across Zach Gibson's face. God, it looked like it hurt. Uh, yeah, but he, he wins, he re- retains the ref pro British heavyweight championship. Mm-hmm. And Zach Gibson has a good moment where he says like, you know, he <laughs> tells everyone to turn the TV or turn their phones off, turn their cameras off. He's going to say some nice guy things. He does the nice guy thing. He says, you know, Oku, you've, you've proven yourself as champion, yada, yada, yada. And mm-hmm. Oku says like, thank you very much. And he leaves the ring. Zach Gibson starts talking about, you know, what it means to him to come back to England to, to wrestle, you know, when he's wrestled in Mm -hmm. Florida down in NXT, you know, babysitting the rocks daughter or whatever the fuck he was doing. Yeah. And uh, that's when he's attacked by the, by the great British tag league winners, the greedy souls. They come out and they start putting him through the ringer Mm -hmm. and out comes James Drake to make the save so the GYV getting the huge baby face pop now yeah, after yeah. the match. Okay. So that was a good moment. So they handle greedy souls and they're setting setting up a match between those two. That's fun. Uh GYV is over huge. There were people screaming like losing their fucking mind to see them again. So that was really cool. Yeah.
0: That that's really <laughs> Really smart how they sort of did it because they had Jesus, are you okay? <laughs> did you just choke on your drink? It took, a moment.
1: took yeah, a moment. Yeah, Dude, I, I'm, I'm nursing a sore throat right yeah, now. Yeah,
0: yeah, but But that's like really smart. Like they had him come out. They had him do like the real Healy stuff, wrestle the entire match that way. But then that way I've been like, okay, all, all jokes aside, let me really tell you how I feel. Turn him into a face, put him in peril, and then bring out the thing to establish them as the babyface team is really smart booking.
1: You know, like it's, oh, yeah. it's really clever. It was on a dime. People turned. It was yeah, so yeah. great because they
0: want to cheer them anyway because they're a fucking wicked team. So it's like you've got to you've got to put in work to make them be heels. But like, it's very easy to make people cheer. You just got to make it yeah. okay for them. You know. And like, I've I've I
1: barely ever seen them wrestle. I think I've seen them wrestle on a, on a like yeah NXT UK like once Yeah, yeah. And uh, they came out, and I was fucking losing my mind. I was like, "Hell yeah, go fucking let's go!" Yeah, <laughs> Fuck, yeah, it was. They're, great. they're that, a great team, and that says something for greedy souls as well, because it like, you know, when they when they come out and they're again put in that position mm-hmm. to work with, um, you know, their their new top tag team, mm-hmm. who I'm assuming is their new top tag team. I don't I don't know, sure. but they're obviously like they want to take advantage of this goodwill that they've got with GYV. Uh-huh. And they're putting these guys into the position to um, get that rub insider term. They're getting the rub. Uh It's fucking awesome. It was, it was really good, good moment. Uh, And of course, like directly after the show, they're out there signing autographs and taking pictures with everybody and stuff like that. And the most
0: important part of that entire interaction is not even really, you know, what's to come and, and all that. It's, Michael Oku, you know what I mean? They were like we need this guy to be the bad guy. He always needs to be the baby face in peril. So they made sure that was the case and then once he's out of the way then they could do all that like the cheering shit and stuff like that. That's good. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um so Oku Oku never looks dominant. Oku always looks like he survived the the match, but like Oku never he's there's no quit in the guy
0: yeah
1: like he does not give up mm-hmm. uh you know like he must have watched that like bret hart stone cold steve austin wrestlemania match and he's like that's my entire like personality from here on in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so much fun to watch yeah um oku's just so fucking great he and he and his his uh his gal amira i think they're i think they're engaged um they're great like power couple. Um, She's fucking phenomenal at ringside. Like every little kid that's out there, like at ringside, she's interacting with them, like getting them to cheer and stuff like that. She's so good. She's so good. And like, you want to cheer Oku. Like he's, he's got fucking bucket loads of charisma. So it was a ton of, a ton of fun to see. Um, That match was hot. The fans were hot for that one. That's great. Uh, and that leads us to our main event, which was Will Osprey versus Gabe Kid. Now, earlier in the day, during the meet and greet, they had a pull apart at the meet and greet. These two, they fucking were that's lit. A,
0: that's it was awesome. So I love fun. that they, they did that. Wait, wait, wasn't there before this moment? Wasn't there like Jacobs versus Ishii on this show? Mm.
1: holy shit, did I skip Jacobs versus Ishii? You did. Yeah. I. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. Let's quickly touch I on that, distra- just because
0: that's one that I'm really keen to watch, and I've heard really good things about Jacobs. So we'll quickly touch on that, and Jesus. then tell me about this pull apart.
1: Jacobs versus Ishii. Okay, so this is their second match. Okay. Jacobs versus... Uh, they had a match at the 11th anniversary show that was... Probably my favorite match of the weekend. And mm. that's a match where Shingo and Will had a fucking yeah uh, a wow. match together. Sure. So these guys are – Luke Jacobs, he has slimmed down a little bit recently. He was more built like Walter in like 2019. That's what
0: I had heard of him. Like I, I don't think I've ever seen a match or if I have, I was just in passing and it didn't really register. But I kind of heard he was like next up Walter was the kind of way yeah. he was described He's, to me.
1: He's lost a little bit of weight recently. He's very he's trimmed down now. Um, and it look it makes him look more muscular, mm-hmm. but like I kind of miss when he was a chubby dude. Yeah, because like, okay. I'm a chubby dude and Perfect. I want to see more chubby dudes go out and kick ass. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I wanna bring I want to bring back uh like let's make chubby dudes great again.
0: He's he's still but a bit like, of like a stocky dude though, isn't he? Like he's not like yeah.
1: yeah. He's he's a country strong motherfucker. Yeah, he's he's yoked he's not exactly like ripped or anything like that but he like big strong boy yeah and um yeah he and ishii just fucking tore it down you know you know tomohiro ishii
0: yeah
1: you know and you know the match that he has yeah yeah. imagine someone who who can go right the fuck back at him the exact same that's you know they they went fucking pound for pound again Mm -hmm. so uh you know Ishii versus Jacob's part two, just as good as part one. I think, um, I think the, the crowd was bigger for part one. The, the, um, copper box had like almost, I think it was over 4,000 people in it. Yeah. Wow. You know, for, for the 11th anniversary show. Uh, so the, the aura around that match was a lot bigger. Uh, but this one was a little bit more, hmm, what's the word? Intimate. You know, so mm-hmm. we we all could feel every every yeah, slap, every, every can, fucking yeah. mm-hmm. every fucking clothesline that was connecting but didn't do anything. You know, every fucking headbutt. It was all good, um, dude. Fucking Luke Jacobs headbutts look so good. Oh, really? I haven't seen people been able to can make a headbutt look that good without shoot. actually hurting themselves.
0: <laughs> just a shirt headbutt, maybe.
1: Just a shoot headbutt. But um yeah, no, he he is fantastic. Uh, like, you know, after the match, Ishii wins with the vertical drop brain buster and just like he looks at the kid and he goes, two zero Ishii. You know, like he yeah. like that was the old, and uh he starts fucking walking off like I got your number, bitch. Yeah. And uh Jacobs gets on the horn and he says, like, he's like, I need a I need one more, one more match. You know mm-hmm. crowd start chanting one more match. I'm like, fucking, let's go again. Restart the fucking ring the bell. Let's go one more time. Yeah, let's do it. And uh so Jacobs is like, I don't know if we're gonna do it in your call. I don't know if we're gonna do it in the copper box, fucking here. I don't know. He's like, I'll fucking take you on at the dome, Kirk, and Hall, wherever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. And uh Ishii's like, Yeah, fucking, whatever, kid, I got you. Don't even worry about it. Mm-hmm. So Let's have let's have Luke Jacobs versus Ishii part three in the fucking G1 next year. Let's fucking go. That
0: would be sick. <laughs> I don't sick. even care. That would be sick.
1: That dude is it. Like he so this is his second match in a row with Tomohiro Ishii. Mm-hmm. Like that's gotta mean something, right?
0: Yeah, like yeah. And, be- and obviously setting up a third too. So you know.
1: Yeah, it's gotta I don't know, it's gotta be leading somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And e- even if it's just like a third match at a bit like, you know, next year for the 12th anniversary show or something. Uh-huh. Uh, but yes, yeah, sorry. I can't believe I skipped over that match. It was fucking phenomenal. I'm so sorry. No,
0: nah, no. Nah, all good. So tell me about this pull apart. What, what happened in the,
1: uh, so yeah, evidently Gabe jumped will at the, at the, um, the press conference. Meet and greet.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, it made no, a no, it?
1: Yeah. Scared a couple of kids. Like there was a, a child that got legit scared um, and Will had to like console him. That was that was very sweet. Good, good Ga- moment. game.
0: Fucking gets wild. Did you see the when they got knocked out of tag leg When he picked up that entire fucking railing and threw it at the ring? I don't know what he thought would happen, but it just bounced off the ropes. Wasted the fucking. Ring bell, man! On the outside, he got fucking sconned by it as it just like catapulted off, cleared the table of fucking staff. That dude got hammered by it. Like he was—he's reckless. Yeah. Like
1: I've heard rumors that he's a madman. You know? Yeah. yeah, Well, yeah, he's, he'll he's, fucking he's tell a you. It. It's not even—it's not even a fucking. You don't rumor.
0: believe him? Just ask him. Yeah, he'll
1: tell you all about it.
0: But yeah, yeah oh, that—that's so, fun. So, so, so they came in out, hot.
1: Yeah, so they came in hot. Gabe comes out first. And all the contenders and all the fucking, everybody's in the ring keeping him separate from Osprey. Yeah. Yeah, And and Gabe's like a fucking lion, like, or a tiger, like, stalking his prey, like, ready, ready, ready. Yeah. Just looking for an opening. It was so, you could feel the fucking crowd was chanting for Osprey the entire time, singing along to his songs. Meanwhile, Gabe's like, I'm going to fucking rip your goddamn head off. Just let me
0: at him. Yeah, yeah.
1: They went fucking hog ass wild. They were oh god. So both of them were bleeding uh yeah. like pretty quickly into the match. Uh there were fucking soup like I think Gabe, yeah, Gabe suplexed uh Will on the entryway ramp. Uh they were fucking going out a little bit into the crowd. It was just oh, it was great. It was, a, it was a fucking fight. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went for almost 20 minutes. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching. And I'm like, yeah, this is exactly what I thought it was going to be. It's not really. I don't know. I don't think this is my favorite Will match I've ever seen. You know, like, I don't know if this is going to touch five stars. By the end of it, I i had fucking lost my mind. Yeah. I was done. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Fucking. And the end of. Uh, you know, Will's hitting all the big moves on Gabe. Gabe won't fucking quit. Uh, He's hit Gabe with the Storm Driver 93. That
0: looked, I saw the gif, it looked, Gabe was just like, just actually give it to me. (laughs) (laughs) Just drop me on my fucking head, fam. Like.
1: There was, there was nothing that's going to compare to Will running full force at the ropes away from Gabe, Gabe running full force at the ropes away from Will Turning around because you know how, like, Gabe takes the rope sometimes where he'll go into it with his chest, yeah, and he turns and around, then, and he likes
0: slingshot
1: lariats off him, kind of. Thing. Yeah, yeah, he goes for that slingshot lariat at that point, turns around and eats the fucking hidden blade right in the fucking face, yeah, yeah. It was gross and like because they, they were coming directly towards me so Fox all i space, see is yeah. this giant fucking elbow yeah. flying at will uh, from will osprey directly into gabe's face and Gabe i think you know might have been knocked his nose directly off of his face yeah it was <laughs> fucking fantastic out. it was so gross That's and it. then after that uh will d- proceeds to just give him a second hidden blade from behind and pound his face into the into the mat with his fucking elbows. Mm -hmm. Um, Referee stoppage after multiple unprotected uh, blows to the back of the head and Gabe sold it like fucking death. Yeah, it was horrifying like Gabe like laid like (laughs) in the middle of the ring for like 45 seconds unmoving after the referee stoppage and wow. then they had to like basically roll him out of the ring and almost carry him to the back. Great stuff. And Will Ospreay gets on the mic and I'm sitting there and I'm I, I took a couple of pictures and I was like, I'm gonna miss this. I'm really gonna miss this. Cause I thought that was his last Rev Pro match.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, That's it. I was yeah. like, I'm
1: gonna I'm I'm gonna fucking miss Will like getting on the getting on the mic and talking to the to the crowd and the yeah. crowd chanting for him and these were always really feel good moments. And then he says that he's going to, uh, he's got one more match in Rev Pro and that's it. Yeah. February 18th. Will Ospreay wants his fucking Rev Pro British heavyweight title back. And he calls out Michael Oku. And I, I don't know if you saw the match, but the last time they had a match, it was absolutely a five-star banger from uh, sweaty yeah, uncle yeah, Dave. Yeah and uh now you know oku is the champion oku got directly in will's face and will starts talking all will turned into heel will osprey on on like on a dime on a dime (laughs) absolutely out of nowhere it was fantastic will says you know like think of all the shit i did to beat you when when you weren't champion what do you think i'm gonna do you know like to get the belt back you know to get that belt from you now yeah. Like he's like, I'm going to get fucking sicko with it because I'm taking that belt and I'm leaving RevPro with that belt because I've earned it because I built this company, blah, blah, blah. Also, awesome.
0: he's like, I'm going to win it. I'm just going to fucking take it. It won't have a championship belt. I fucking own it. I don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Full, so full wheel. That's So when he said that yeah, and when he was like, I'm leaving RevPro and my heart fucking dropped yeah. because like, Half the thing, half the thing, the the cope that I had when he signed with AEW was well. At least he can still do Rev pro dates, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And he's saying no, he's not doing Rev pro dates. He's not doing indie dates anymore at all. Yeah.
0: He. So he's doing. He shouldn't do indie dates anymore. You know what I mean? Will Will Osprey doesn't really have a half speed, and so no. for that reason, he should only and his date should be even limited as far as what he does physically, like his big matches in AEW, and that's all he should do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he needs to now think about his future and shit like that. Like, he, he can't. Yeah, because, I mean,
1: he doesn't take nights off. There's no, no T-shirt Osprey.
0: No, no, exactly. And fucking... That's it, you know. So I d- I don't think he should be doing those shows. As much as I'm sure he'd like to be there and help people out and stuff like that, you just can't. You got to go. I've done my time. I've helped everybody as much as I can. And now I just need to like yeah. be a successful wrestler. Like, that's
1: it. And so so half the cope that I had was that I would still be able to see him Rev pro. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to see him rev pro anymore. And so like the fury mm-hmm. of of you know last episode or two episodes mm-hmm. ago, whatever it was. That that fuck TK energy, like TK stealing fucking Will Osprey from us is the the worst heel heel tactic of uh, twenty twenty three. It all came flooding back, and I was just like fuck. So I'm shouting there. I'm like fuck him up, Oku. Defend Rev Pro. Let's fucking go. I bleed for this. Let's fucking go, Rev Pro. And did the whole
0: crowd turn on him? They were all just like everybody's like no. Everybody was like. Yay, yeah, Will! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, no, fuck him. <laughs> Send him back to
1: Florida in a fucking body bag. Yeah, that's you know
0: it. Fuck <laughs> him. Yeah. Oh well, that I, that's super fun. That uh, that will be. It was so a great good.
1: show. Yeah. Great moment. I fucking uh, the the the. It's so weird because last episode I was like,
0: oh, I'm kind of down. Uh,
1: and then we like this episode. Yeah, yeah. What like three, four days later, I'm like, yes, that's we got.
0: That's the power of PWA. Fucking reinstilled. It, it just it just takes some good wrestling, and it, it's like letting go of like all the social media commentary and stuff, and like, yep, just enjoy what you can and things like that. And there's well, there's always good stuff in wrestling, and yeah, PWA, Rev Pro, you know. They're they doing the kind of stuff that we like, so that's really cool. And we need to get sure. that fucking. We need Rev Pro. Hook me up. <laughs> I need access yeah. to your service. Let's I can't go. have another streaming service. Hook me up, and uh, <laughs> we'll cover this shit more because I'll be able to. Maybe watch we it should.
1: Uh, maybe we should talk the Count Out about giving us an official, uh, like Okada Shorts uh, account. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> have what? what? Have, have Ryan pay for it? <laughs> I love this idea. Count out. Yeah. Hook us up.
1: What's what's Ryan doing? I'm he sure we can write sure it Ryan off as did all a sorts a of money.
0: It's a count it off as a write it off as a count out expense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah that'd be great. Well yeah. well, see the thing is, Ryan right now, he's been on strike for the last, you know, what 150 days or whatever. I'm sure he's rolling in the money right well, now. Well, he's so he's, he back now. It. It's it's back,
0: he's back to work now. It's
1: fine. It's He's back to work now. Oh, no, no. I was talking to him the other day. He hasn't gone back to work just yet. Oh. Because the shows he was working on have not started pr- uh, production oh, just yet, okay. all the people who are more experienced than him got to go back to work first. Yeah, uh, okay. you know, daddy, you know, big dogs
0: eat first. Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah. this is it. All right. Well, yeah. there you go. But He'll anyway, get back there. He'll get back there. He will get back there. But yeah. Anyway, Ref Pro, man, promoting Ref your Pro shit. We love, oh, we love it. We love oh, it. I'm, I'm on the I'm other so side of the world. Fun. Hook me up if I'm going to talk about this.
1: Shit. Yeah, dude. I mean, I hey, tried to we're, email we're making, They didn't even
0: reply. They didn't even reply to me. I know. Yeah, we'll keep. We'll hit them again. Yeah. We'll, we'll drop this. Well, they don't we'll really. I similar. don't really have an email. They just have like a thing on their website, like contact us, and nobody ever answers that shit. So whatever.
1: Well, we'll we can put out more feelers into the world. We'll drop this episode here in a few minutes. Um, you know, whenever it drops today,
0: uh, and then. I mean, it probably won't we'll drop see. today, but, but yeah, we will uh, Fuck, we'll, don't put it out there now. No, motherfucker, we just, it. we just released an episode. We need to space it out till fucking, you know, next week, mid next week. So we've got content, sir. Content. Otherwise we've got to record again. we got shit on. <laughs> we do this now. We so we've got fucking, we've got it in the bank.
1: Uh, I guess. Maybe, Wednesday. Nah, that's some influencer talk. Let's go. Wednesday. Wednesday? Okay. Wednesday. All right Wednesday's fine.
0: Yeah. All absolutely. Right.
1: So yeah, that was, maybe. uh, <laughs> that was a great moment and uh great show.
0: Yeah.
1: Great time with my homeboy Sipsy. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. yeah, I got, oh, I got to see clout demon Kieran. Oh yeah. What up Kieran? Front of the podcast, Kieran. And, uh, yeah, he was, he was sitting in the, an area away from me. I didn't see where he was until, uh, like, I'm sitting there eating my French fries or whatever. And I feel this tap on my shoulder and I'm turning around like, who's talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it Kieran. And
0: I'm like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. Kieran's here. Yeah. Did you oh, call him so cloud demon to his face? Or is that just something that you're so <laughs> fun when you talk about him on podcasts? <laughs>
1: No, it's only when I talk about him on podcast <laughs> that way I'll know if he's if he's listening or not.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because if he comes, to, if he doesn't come for you like in a private message, then you know that he doesn't listen to the show and he's been lying here. Oh
1: man, and everybody, I was like, are you guys, are you guys staying up? Are you guys staying up? Kieran, you want to get on fucking talk with me and Rafe? And he's like, I'm already in bed, dude. Fuck off. Yeah, he
0: was <laughs> like, I don't speak to Australians. <laughs> 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 They're fucking gross. Fair enough.
1: Oh man! Yeah. So yeah, that was. Um, you should get you should get in touch with him about doing the uh, the month of Japanese death. Oh match.
0: yeah, we fucking we were speaking about that, weren't we? And we said, yeah, we'll look at doing it, but we both had a ton of shit on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I should do do that exactly.
1: Do like yeah. Onita versus fucking Hayabusa or something. Exploding no rope, exploding cage, fucking barbed wire death match. Fuck yeah,
0: That's some good old shit. I'm actually fuck. you just reminded me. I need to put it up, but I've got a faces and feels interview. They have to drop. I've just got to finish writing the bio with Chainsaw Tony Myers, who was well, it is in FMW. He's Onita's right hand man, um, and was also in Wing as well. He's like Leatherface. Did I ever show you what I got
1: from Suplex?
0: Uh, no.
1: What? Watch this shit.
0: Here it is. Fucking bam, boom! Fucking FMW flag. That's sick. Post it to me. (laughs) You got it. Fucking send it to you. (laughs) That will cost you one thousand dollars in shipping. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but it's Australian dollars. It's not actually mean anything.
0: Oh yeah. Well, actually, yeah. I imagine because you're like the mother country, they just let you send shit to us for free because it's like giving out like rice to the poor. (laughs) <laughs>
1: where are you shipping that Australia My, oh, my that'll be 300,000 Australian dollar
0: redos dude my homie fucking Peapod from Ruthless Pro Wrestling commentator fucking amazing man sent me three stickers from America to Australia and the postage cost him 40 American dollars get the fuck out three of here three stickers in an envelope Forty American dollars, which which actually comes out at like fifty Australian. I I split it with him because I was like, "Yo, man, like that's fucked." <laughs> that is he insane. just wanted to give me stickers. Like that is fucking crazy, right? I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, I I reckon when you go there, you'll be like, "Oh, how much does how much would this cost to post to Australia?" And they're like, "Oh, well, that's the equivalent of." throwing fucking garbage in the bin, just give it to us. We'll just send
1: it. Yeah, we'll take this out back and burn it for you no problem.
0: (laughs) We'll put it on one of the trash barges that we send down to Australia to fucking leave our rubbish.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it's a big-ass fucking FMW flag. That's so sick.
0: That's so sick. Save it for me. Actually, my friends are in UK now. You need to find them and give it to Connor and he can bring it back to me.
1: Connor, yeah, dude, I'll fucking yeah. Like seriously, if he's in the UK, nah, he, he's on a he's on a holiday for a month.
0: He's got a ton of shit on. You save it for Aww. me, and when we eventually end up in real human space together, you can hand it to me with your own hands. Smart. That, that is lovely. Petty. Teddy. Teddy. Oh. We're all trying to sleep. It's
1: slate. 3:30 in the morning and yeah. Teddy's freaking out. Let's so let's wrap let's
0: wrap it up. Okay, thanks to everybody for listening. You know, our usual spiel. We've got a barking pug, so we're not going to get into all of it. Check out Canat Network, subscribe to the Patreon here. Me and Curtis just hang out and talk about all the nerdy shit we like. Um check out Curtis's show Throwing Dice at Throwing Dice Pod. Check out my interview series at Faces Feels Cast. Check out everything Okada Shorts at Okada Shorts. Rate and subscribe. Listen or die. Keep it right. Keep it tight. And most importantly, keep it what?
1: Short. Defend Ref Pro. The Now what's
0: like This has been a Countout Podcast. Countout provides a wide variety of bonus content that is right at your fingertips. On the Countout Patreon, our podcasts are creating bonus content exclusively for you, their listener. For only $5 a month, you can watch instant reactions to major shows, watch alongs, early access to main feed podcasts, some fun
1: goof and gag audio plus shows from some of the podcasters' outside interests. It's the
0: best way to experience all that the Countout Network has to offer. So head on down to patreon.com slash countout to take part in some of the best and most fun content wrestling has to offer. Again, that is patreon.com slash countout.